listening to the Employment Hour with Lior Sampuru and John Scholes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And Happy New Year to you, Lior, and all the listeners here at the Employment Hour. I don't know when the over-under is when you can stop saying Happy New Year. Ten people said it to me today, and it's January 3rd. I just don't know whether we should stop as of tonight. I don't know. I'm not sure what you're thinking, but maybe for one time I'll let you say Happy New Year to me. Go ahead. Happy New Year, Danny. <laughs> okay, that's it. You're cut off. That's it. Done. Um, as I mentioned with Alex there a moment ago, it is a, it's an embarrassment of riches as far as uh, information is concerned here in the show tonight as we kick off the 2008 year of the Employment Hour. We're heading into our fifth year on this show, educating people about employment and severance. And we also get back into it this year as well, Employment Hour in 30 on Global TV. You'll catch that Saturdays at 10 a.m. So it's, uh, it's all good things moving forward, my friend. Like I mentioned with Alex, we're going to get into some common questions that people ask about their employer, some overtime, your emails, and, of course, the phone calls, 416-870-6400-STAR-640. On cell as well, one triple eight two two five talk is absolutely toll-free, too. So uh, week that was, that's how we uh, start every show we have for the last number of years. We'll do it uh, this year as well. What's going on, pal? Hey, John. Thank you very much. First show of uh, 2018. Really exciting to be here. You know, we, we had a bit of a time off, so we're going to get rid of some of the cobwebs and, and mm. get back to it here, answering some questions about workplace rights. And if you're new to the Employment Hour, if you haven't heard us before, you don't know what we're doing here, well, we're here to solve problems, workplace problems. If you have a question, a situation, a problem at work, something happened, someone did something to you, maybe you lost your job or are worried about losing your job, give us a call. Uh, we'll have uh, an opportunity to answer your questions, solve those problems. And, of course, if you don't want to talk on air, you want to talk to me off air, give me a call. Let's chat privately. We'll give you my contact information a bunch of times throughout the show. And uh, hopefully we can connect and, and help out uh, anywhere, any way possible. Now, let's get started the week that was. Uh, Alex Pearson that was on right before we went on talked about the changes to the minimum wage and the mm -hmm. impact that this has had on employers. Well, you know, this is the beginning of, of the year. We've only had a couple of work days in, in January, and I've already gotten calls from a number of employees who have been affected by the changes to the minimum wage. A couple of people that have been let go other people that have been, uh, of course, uh, had their uh, terms of employment changed because mm -hmm. the employer is trying to save some money. Now, that's a reality employees are going to be facing when the employers now have to pay more money because minimum wage has increased. There's been other changes that cost the employer money. The employer, in many cases, is going to try to save money by either letting people go or, or cutting some other expenses. So if you're faced in, that in one of those situations, remember that there is something you can do about it, certainly when it comes to severance, and it's not a week per year. And of course, also beyond that, if your employer is changing terms of employment, cutting costs, and, and trying to take away some rights and entitlements you had otherwise, that could be a constructive dismissal. Now, the story that I want to talk about is one that Alex referred to, and I've done a bunch of interviews uh, about this over the past couple of days. Mm -hmm. uh, it comes out of Tim Horton's uh, franchise out in, uh, in Coburg uh, here in Ontario. And uh, the, the franchise sent a memo to its employees, supposedly. It was posted online that says that because of these changes to minimum wage, we're going to do a bunch of stuff. We're going to get rid of paid breaks or no more paid breaks. We're also now going to make you employees pay for your benefit coverage. So we're not going to pay for that as well. There's going to be other changes, shift premiums, etc. So obviously the employees were very upset, and there's a lot of people that have read that and are upset. So, so what does that mean? Can the employer do this? Well, John, hopefully you know and, and our regular listeners know that the employer, in this case Tim Hortons, does not have the right to make these changes. These are significant changes to the terms of employment which means 
that the employees have a choice now that they're faced with these changes. They could say, no, I am not going to accept it and treat that as a constructive dismissal. Uh, they leave with their full severance. The problem, of course, for the employees is if they accept these changes, not only will they their, their pay going to be affected, but they potentially give Tim Hortons, in this case, the opportunity to do this again and to change the terms of employment in the future again and again. So even though I can understand from Tim Hortons' standpoint, you know, they've been made to pay more money, that said, the law is still the law, which means the, the company, the Tim Hortons in this case, doesn't have the right to change terms of employment. So if you're faced with that situation, if you're listening right now, your employer changes the terms of employment for any reason, it doesn't have to be because of minimum wage changes. It could be for any reason whatsoever. Maybe it's a demotion. Maybe it's impact on your benefits or your bonus, cost cutting, uh, whatever it is, uh, a decrease in pay, relocation. If any of those things happen to you, you have to give me a call. All right. If any of these happens to you, those are things that are illegal. Your employer cannot do that. You have rights. You can leave with compensation. So, John, if, uh, if anyone's listening and they're faced with those changes, they got to give me a call right away. Your number, by the way, as you mentioned at the top, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. It is help at employmenthour.com. Phone lines are open here as well. You'll want to call the show tonight right up until eight o'clock, uh four one six eight seven oh sixty four hundred star six forty on your cell or one triple eight two two five talk. That's a toll free uh number as well. You know, it's funny you mentioned the minimum wage and the uh, you know the ripple effect this is gonna have. I read an article today that uh by Tuesday, that was yesterday, the second day of the year, the top ten CEOs in Canada have already made the average person's salary. <laughs> Yeah, two days. isn't that insane? Yeah, <laughs> they've already made it. They're done. Move they, on. They're done. They're, they're completely done. And, and you know what? Yeah. For for a large, huge, massive corporation, it probably is not going to impact them. But you have a lot of small businesses. You know, yep. your your corner grocery stores, your laundromats, whatever it is, where people are not making a lot of money. There's no major CEOs, and and the margins are pretty much razor thin. And a change like this could be significant. Uh, and, and you're going to have businesses legitimately saying, "How can we survive?" Well. Either we shift the cost, the increased cost to our customers, or we have to do that on the backs of employees. But you're right. I'm not going to feel bad for a major CEO of a bank. Not, not going to happen. But am I going to feel bad potentially for the corner laundromat? Yeah, I probably you will. Bet. Yeah. Uh, again, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell, one 225 Talk to talk to us toll free. We'll do just that. Gord, welcome to the show. How are you? Doing well. How are you doing this evening? Good, pal. Uh, Happy New Year. What's going on with you? Uh, I'm a I'm a member of the auto workers mm-hmm. in a non-union factory. Right. And under the new regulation, everyone gets 10 EL days. Right. Except for the auto workers. Yeah. Isn't that discrimination against one sector of employment? So it's a good question. We actually dealt with that uh, just before the holidays and when we actually had the uh, Minister of Labor, Kevin Flynn, on the show. So legally, it's not discrimination. Discrimination is something that happens because of a prohibited ground. So it's discrimination if you're mistreated because you're of your age, or race, ethnicity, uh, you know, disability. It, it, the company can decide legally for policy reasons to say we're going to treat auto workers different than other employees. Uh, it's not that unusual necessarily. You know, there's uh, there's different rules for different people. For example, you know, pool cleaners and, and roofers and professionals. So I, I don't think it's fair, and I don't understand the logic behind having less uh, personal days, uh, less emergency days for auto workers than it would be for other workers. 
That said, is it illegal for the uh, government to do that? It's not. And the best way to, uh, to change that is to lobby the government, uh, maybe even threaten to bring in a union and, and, and see if uh, that changes anything. But it's not illegal for the government to have a policy like that. So we can't bring a class action lawsuit against them for no. discrimination? Absolutely not. No, there's no legal action that you can take other than lobby the government to change it or convince your employer to, to give you more days. I mean, the law is only sets the minimum. Your employer can decide to do more than that. Uh, no, there's no legal action that's available to you, no. Well, our employer is making us work nine-hour shifts and mandatory Saturdays, so it's not going to give us anything else. I, 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 I'm not surprised to hear you say that, although if they think that the union may come in, they may change their mind. But no, legal action otherwise is not available, Gordon. Gord, appreciate your call. Yours as well, 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell. Or again, one triple eight two two five talk That's a toll-free number. Anytime you want to try that tonight, right up till 8 o'clock, we'd love to hear from you on this first show of the uh, the new year. So many questions you get by individuals who just simply want to know whether their employer is allowed to do something, like Gord's call right there. Another one is, that, you know, can my employer make me come back to work contrary to my doctor's opinion or doctor's note? Yeah, very common questions that I get always have to do with can my employer do dot, dot, dot. Can my right. employer do this thing, certain things? So we want to talk about a few of those right now. And one of the common questions is if I'm off on a medical leave and, and I can't work, can my employer say, too bad, we want you to come back to work. We don't care what your doctor says. Can my employer make me come back to work despite my doctor saying I can't work? Well, the answer to that, John, is an emphatic no. Your employer absolutely cannot order you, require you to do anything that's contrary to what your doctor says. When it comes to uh, inability to work, to a medical condition, your, your, your doctor essentially is, is judge and jury. Okay, If your doctor says you cannot work, then you cannot work. Mm-hmm. And your employer can't penalize you, can make you, can threaten you or, or, or let you go because you're following your doctor's advice. So. That said, you have to be clear with your employer as to what the doctor says, okay? So if your doctor's uh, saying you can't work, you have to tell your employer, you have to ideally give something to your employer from the doctor, a note, a letter, and then the employer has to back off and allow you to take whatever time you need. And if your employer doesn't do that, if they still try to put pressure on you, that could be a wrongful dismissal, that could be a reprisal, that could be a human rights violation. So it's, a, it's, it's certainly something your employer cannot do. You should always feel comfortable that if you're unable to work and if your doctor is supporting you in that absence, that's it. Your employer cannot and should not do anything. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cells, the number to call in. Talk to Lior, get your questions answered, one 225 talk That number is toll-free, uh, by the way. Tommy, good evening. How are you? Hey, Tommy. Hey, Tommy. Is he Tommy. Is he mute? Tommy. Tommy Tutone, 6753. No, he's not there. Okay, we're going <laughs> to hang on see if we got him on the line. Uh, yeah, that's another question that people often ask you. Can my employer let me go? Simply stated, right? That is that is the most common question and I get or variations of it. You know, I didn't do anything wrong. Can my employer let me go? Or I, I showed up uh, five minutes late today. My employer let me go. Can they do that? Can my employer let me go? And the answer is almost always yes. Your employer can let you go, even if you've done nothing wrong, even if uh, you're you've done everything right. Now, though, if the employer does let you go, it's a question of severance. 
So if you've been let go for no good reason, your employer has to pay you full severance no matter what. Now, there's only one exception to, to the right to let you go. Your employer cannot let you go for a discriminatory reason. You cannot be let go because of your age or race, ethnicity, disability, etc. But short of that, your employer can decide to let you go even if you've done nothing wrong and even if you're the best employee, but they have to pay severance. And guess what? Severance is a lot more than you realize. We'll take a, a short break here. Tommy, going to get you set in line. Richard, I see you as well. And for you, 416-870-6400-640 on your cell. The number toll-free is one 225 talk And to help at employmenthour.com. I know during the show we try to get to as many emails as you can. You want to drop one to Lior, we'll get that answered and get them on the air as we, uh, as we go through here. Lots more of the Employment Hour coming right up. This is Global News Radio. Now, back to the Employment Hour with Lior Sampuru and John Scholes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. 416-870-6400-640-1-888-225-TALK. We'll catch uh, Wednesday nights, Monday nights here on the radio and also looking forward to getting back into it this weekend, Saturday at 10 a.m., Employment Hour and 30 on Global TV. Loving every moment of it. Tommy, how are you, pal? There you are. Tommy. Hi, I'm Tony. Ah. I she got confused or whatever. Oh, how are you? Go ahead. Okay, great. That's what I was wondering. Okay, uh, yes, I had a situation uh, yesterday. Uh, out of the blue, uh, I was approached uh, by my employer with uh, a totally change of our, our contract terms that, that I'd worked with for the last uh, four and a half years, and uh, he expected me to sign right away, and, and the clause on the bottom was that all previous uh, contracts were null and void. Now I have I've worked four and a half years. Uh, give you an idea. This year I worked 17 days straight when I went in for surgery. I'm an exemplary employee. No, whatsoever any disciplinary code. I think he felt that I was making too much money. It was a, a contract that was uh, our agreement was on hourly rate and commission, and uh, I was doing very well. I was producing you know big numbers and I was well, making a good income. But I was working my butt off. Uh, in some cases, seven days a week in a row. Uh, he went in for surgery again. I covered the story. Went on holidays. I ran like I was responsible for closing every day. Also, I am responsible. And now he expected me to sign that. Like, what are my rights? Can he come out of the blues and just do something like that? What Tony? Uh, or uh, what was he changing specifically? What What did he want changing changed? My pay rate, reducing my pay rate. The way it was structured, it was going to be substantially less if I do the same numbers that I did prior, right? Hmm. Well, Tony, the, then the answer is very simple. Absolutely. Not only can he not insist you sign on the spot, he can't insist you sign at all. And, and why would you ever agree to change the terms of your employment in this oh, way? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But that's what I'm saying now. Does he have the right to fire me? Am I, am I entitled to any compensation? Like if I refuse and he says, well, get lost, right? And again, no disciplinary record sure. ever. Uh, nothing but exemplary performances. Uh, you know, like I said, in, at times I worked 17 days in a row when he was in for surgery. I, when he was on holidays, I covered the, you know, the story. So, so Tony, let me, let me give you some thoughts here. So, yeah, can he let you go ultimately? Yes, he can, but okay. it's going to cost him. Now, let me tell you how much it's going to cost him. Uh, okay. So, you've, I think you said you've been there for four and a half years, and Correct. I guess you're, you're, you're in, in a sales position? Yes. My, okay, my average income would have been over those years between, uh, I guess, 55 to 75 in that range. Okay, and how old are you, Tony? I'm uh, 63. 
62. So, so someone in your situation would be looking at around eight to nine months of pay, okay? So okay. so he would have to pay right around eight to nine months pay. That's what you would be owed here. If okay. he lets you go with that compensation, yes, he can do that if he decides okay. not to, uh, to keep yeah. you on. Now, one of the concerns I have with you accepting these changes, uh, other than the obvious that you know, you're going to make less money, is once you accept it, Tony, you give him the right to do it again, and next time he won't even have to ask you. Next, because Correct. you let him do it now, next time he can just say, now I've decided to reduce your pay. I'm not even asking you. I'm just telling you. So okay, so you don't I, want that to happen, Tony. That's imp extremely when I, important. When I, I refuse it, he says, well, I don't care. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to you know, pay you. This is the structured rate you're going to get. And to boot, I guess he did it to really upset me. He didn't even give me a dime for my Christmas bonus, nothing, zero. And he said, oh, I forgot. But anyway, I think he was trying to... Uh, there's someone else coming into the picture now. His son is going to be mm -hmm. doing anyway. Uh, so can, can can I give you a call and, and you take a look at the situation? Yeah, it's so extremely I... important, Tony, that, that we do this right and that we speak off air. Uh, I'm gonna uh, John's going to give you my number right now, and, and I look forward to speaking to you tomorrow. We shouldn't sit on this at all, Tony. No, no, it'll be a pleasure because, like I said, I felt so humiliated, like with all the work that I put in and all the time and like. Whatever was asked of me, I did. I stayed late, never, you know, charged. Understood, I, man. I mean, Understood. I yeah. a book of what, you know, and again, no disciplinary, no nothing, everything, you know, pat on the back, you're great, you're this, you're that, and then, you know, one of these deals, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Tony, here's that uh, here's that number for you, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Again, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred or help at employmenthour.com. Call Lior, email him, get a hold of you know, that call right there. I mean, this thing's got this thing's like the big Mac of employment calls. It's you know, two all be patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese on the sesame seed bun. It's got every layer of stuff we talk about, right? The sesame seed as well. No, it, it does <laughs> it does absolutely touch on many things, you know, changes and constructive dismissal and, and, and severance and contracts. So yeah, it's very very, right. very important that you do this right. So I'm glad he made the call, Tony. And if you're in a situation like that, your employer is putting a document in front of you, please, please, please do not sign it until we've spoken first. That's exactly why we do this show. Richard, good evening. How are you? Yes, good evening. How are you? Good. What's going on, pal? I got a quick question. It's uh, regarding a couple of paragraphs that um, an employer has put into a, uh, an employment contract that everyone is asked to sign. Uh, the first one is that if terminated uh, beyond receipt of the uh, minimum entitlements based on the Employment Standard Act, nothing further is um, will be owed, even based on common law. Right. Um, that's one of them, and I'm just wondering if that's enforceable. And then the other one that's uh, in there that I, I wonder about is that they say they don't recognize any years of prior service by any other employer in any manner if you're terminated. Just wondering if those are enforceable. Now, Richard, it, do I take it correctly that you're currently working for the company and the company now says we want you to sign a new employment agreement? Is that right? No, 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 not at all. This would have oh. been something I would have signed. I see. I got it. Okay, so when you first started the job? Correct. Okay, so so first of all, with respect to the, the termination clause that talks about what should be owed if they let you go. Now, what they're trying to do there is significantly limit your severance to, to make it only the minimums, which is essentially pennies on the dollar. Now, whether it's enforceable depends on how well it's drafted. Uh, if it was drafted by a smart uh, lawyer who knows what he or she is doing, then it would be enforceable. I could take a look at it and tell you within 10 seconds if it will be enforceable or not. That said, clearly what it tries to do 
is of course uh, limit your uh, your entitlements uh, significantly. So if you have this contract, you want to know if it's enforceable, or, or if you lost your job and you want to know how much you owed, you have to connect with me. Let me see that agreement. Now, in terms of uh, not recognizing past service, yes, generally speaking, for most purposes, an employer can state in the an employment agreement that they won't recognize past service uh, with other uh, employers, which is why, again, you want to have an employment agreement reviewed before you sign it. So this is an important lesson for you, for our, our listeners out there. If you're starting a job, you're looking at an employment agreement, you can't just focus on what the salary is, what the mm -hmm. bonus is, how much vacation. You have to look at a bunch of other stuff, including am I giving up tens of thousands of dollars in future severance, potentially? So, Richard, let me see the agreement. Connect with me off air. Send me a copy. Email it, fax it, and I can tell you exactly uh, whether or not you should be concerned. Richard, it is help at employmenthour.com. Again, one 821 5900 You know, it's, it's funny. Just as he started reading all the stuff that was in the contract, I, you, you could smell employment lawyer. Like it was, you could tell someone got in there, did their homework, and put things in there that the normal employer just wouldn't put. Well, listen, an employment agreement, I've said this many times, John, mm -hmm. benefits the employment, uh, the sure. employer, an employment agreement, okay? You're, Richard would have been far better off to have a job on a handshake and with, with nothing in writing. So if an employer uses an employment agreement, they may well be putting in their terms that are going to be unfavorable. And yeah. the big one often is a termination clause. You may sign an agreement and not realize till five years later when you're let go that because of one line in that agreement, you lost out on $50,000 of severance. So you have to do your homework. You have to be prepared and understand what you're signing. And, of course, if you did, despite everything, sign an employment agreement and now you want to know if it's enforceable, don't assume that it is. In some cases, it may not be. So give me a call. Let me see it, and let me tell you if if it's something you should be worried about. Your questions and queries tonight, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell, or toll-free, 1-888-225-TALK is that number. Uh, Paul in Milton. Hey, Paul, good evening. John, great show. Thanks, um, man. How are you? I'm pretty good. I got two questions. Um, huh? One is that I've been 33 years as a truck driver, um, and three people got let go or quit on my shift that used to be four people. I'm now the only person on this shift, and I have to do the bulk of the work for the people that are there, and it's been a year. They have not hired anybody back, and my workload's gotten worse and worse and worse. Is that really fair because now I'm working longer and my hours have to shut off my electronic logs to finish getting home or to get back to the yard or something? What can I do about that? Now, uh, Paul, did they tell you at some point that this is only temporary? Did they tell you that, you know, in a month or two months or whatever, we're going to hire replacements? Yes, they did. They told me that this should be nothing longer than 30 days, and it's been a year. So I'm almost now on to, uh, going on to the uh, year and a half now. So Now, when, when you saw that it's more than 30 days, did you follow up with them? Did you say, hey, what, what gives, guys? I'm, I'm still yeah, doing this? I, yeah, I'm very boisterous. I, I keep asking what's going on. Are you and hiring drivers? Say. You got anybody? Well, we're working on it. We're working on it. And okay. that's all they keep saying. So so here's here's what your options are. Now, if they change the terms of employment in the way that now you're, you know, you're, the job that you had is now that job times three, that could be a constructive dismissal. Now, usually, I would say you're kind of out of time because it's happened a year ago, so no. you've accepted it. But if they've made it clear that it's temporary and you've just kind of been waiting for them to fix the problem, and now it's clear that they're not fixing it, you may have the option right now to say enough is enough, 
and you can leave there with severance. And and I think you said there you were there for th- or 33 years. Yeah. You could potentially be looking at two years' pay. So you your options essentially are going to be to continue working or to leave and, and pursue that two years' pay. Now, uh, the, the way I would do that, I would not want you, and this is very important uh, here, I don't want you to quit before you and I speak. I want to speak to you off air if that's something you want to consider. I want to get some more facts, some dates. I want to see, uh, get some more information about any communications you've had with them. But potentially right. your option now is to say, you've changed the terms of employment. You've lied to me. You've created a difficult and different situation for me. I can treat my employment as being terminated, and I'm going to leave a new. I'm going to have to pay me my severance. Right. Like the, for the best thing for me is that I always tell them, don't call me on the phone, text me. I text them. So I have everything. Oh, the boy. Yeah. Smart. Because I, I, I always, because I've been in this business for so long, they, the pri- criteria for a dispatcher is, can you lie? You're hired. So they oh, lie to me all the time. So I always get them to text me because then I got physical proof of exactly what you said, that no, you didn't tell me to go to Edgewood Drive or you, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. told me the wrong address or you sure. told me the wrong trailer to pick up or something like that. You know what I mean? I hear you completely. Completely, I do. Yeah. So so you, you may well be in a position to pursue this as a constructive dismissal, but I would not sit on this any longer, okay? I'll yeah. leave you with that comment. Give me a call as soon as possible if that's something you want to discuss, and we can talk how we potentially can get you out of there and get you that two years' pay. Paulie, that number, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred or help at employmenthour.com. I believe we've got a, uh, another Paul here. Hey, Paul, good evening. Hi. Hi, Paul. What's going on? Uh, just this year, mm-hmm. we have a defined benefit pension plan at work, and our piece of country is 5%, and our employer would match 5%. Well, this year, they decided to reduce it to 3%, and I was wondering if uh, anything I should be doing about that. Well, that, that's obviously a significant change because at some point that that could uh, you know cost you some some big bucks. So that may well be a constructive dismissal. But the decision that you have to to make is: does it make sense for you to leave with severance and find another job? The reason why I say that is that the the chances of you finding another job with a defined benefit plan is uh, is small. Uh, because a lot of employers don't have those uh, those plans anymore. So if you, you don't care and if you want to leave with severance, that may be something that you can do given the fact that they've they've now reduced the contribution, reduced the pension, and then you, you may at some point you know find that you lost a lot of money. So, yeah, you can do that. You can't prevent them. You can't say, yeah. no, now you're legally obligated to go back to the 5%, but you may be able to get out of there with severance. If that's something you want to do, call and discuss. Happy to talk to you as soon as possible. And, and, and figure out how to make that happen. Uh, but that's your option. It is help at employmenthour.com, Paul, or one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred to get a hold of Lior's firm. And to call in tonight, still got lots of time here. Got open lines, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell, one triple eight two two five. talk is absolutely toll-free. We'll get to uh, Ali. Hey, Ali, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. What's, uh, what's your concern tonight? Okay, so... Um, it's really about my father, right? He's been in a car accident like maybe about a year and a half ago, like almost two years now. And um, he took a leave of absence from work, right? And um, I guess he's uh, in court now um, trying to figure out uh, the accident situation. But now with work, right, um, they were giving him his benefits 
and now like I guess like up till like a year and now they're saying that uh, he has no rights to his benefits now like or they're saying that like they're gonna cut him off yeah basically no. cut him off from his benefits right and, and, and when you say benefits all you mean uh, your prescription and dental those types of benefits yeah like uh, plus like even with like rehab and stuff like that because he was going to rehab LTD right? maybe and yeah, and then um, uh, what else was there? Yeah, I think that's basically it. But he's also reached the age of 65, but he was in no position to actually just retire. He was going to keep working, mm-hmm. right? He couldn't afford to uh, retire. But now, because of his leave of absence, like where does yeah. he legally stand you know, with his benefits? So, so it's a good question. Uh, let's uh, tell me this. How long has he worked for the company? He's been working for the company over twenty years. Okay, over twenty years. So, here's how this works: uh, the, the company doesn't have the right to to say, "Okay, well, we've continued your benefits for a year. Now we're going to cut you off." They can't do that. That's a change. That that could be a constructive dismissal. So. One of the ways to do that is if I were to contact the company on behalf of your dad and say, hey, uh, if you don't reinstate the benefits immediately, we'll pursue this as a constructive dismissal. If I were to do that, they may well reinstate them and say, okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. So we're not going uh, to put them back on benefits and everything's fine. If they won't reinstate them, then we can potentially pursue this as, as, a, as a termination and get him severance. Now, that would be potentially as much as two years pay. Again, he's, he's an older gentleman at 65, and he's yeah. been there for over 20 years. So yeah, he could easily get uh, two years pay. So those are the options. We can convince them essentially to back off and reinstate the benefits, and that could well work. Or okay. we can pursue this as a constructive dismissal and get him some compensation uh, and, uh, and, and, and just end it that way. But either way, he has recourse, but he shouldn't sit on this, okay? Because I'm already concerned that this, if this happened a while ago and he hasn't said anything, it may yeah. be more difficult to resolve. So, Ali, I, I, wanna, I want you to either yourself or your dad to connect with me off air as soon as possible. Okay. All right, thanks, pal. Here's the number, one 821 Ali, and it is help at employmenthour.com. Alfred, welcome to the show. How are you? Hello, Lear. Hello, Johnny. How are you? Happy Good, New Year. Pal. All the best. You too, sir. What's going on? Yes, I have a question. Um, I have uh, 20 years working for this company. Um, in that reason, uh, I was uh, granted with shares for the company, of the company, which uh, I executed uh, in 2017. Uh, so, uh, the, let's say the shares were, of course, deposited to my uh, banking account. But that's taxable by the government for any any uh, extra income, correct? It, it is, yes, uh, absolutely. It is. Uh, so, um, now comes the company comes and say that I have to uh, pay them because they will pay the government. That's according to their policy. Although I say, no worries, just put on my T4 and I will, with my accountant, make uh, the arrangement with CRA or whatever, right? right? Uh, So um, what's the situation now that they say, no, you have to pay us because we already paid the government? 
Yeah, if if they're if they've already paid uh, the taxes, and again, if they have a policy like that, then yeah, I, I guess that's fine. It's I don't see that there's any law here that prohibits it. It's not an efficient way of doing things, perhaps, and it's probably not the simple way. It overcomplicates it, but I don't see here a, a breach of a law. So I would work with them and your accountant to to make sure that the amount of taxes is paid and, and proceed on that basis. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell, 1-888-225-TALK. That is the toll-free number to call into the show each week here. Uh, Justin, thanks for hanging in. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I recently got laid off. Well, there was an altercation but between the person that I apprenticed under and the employer, and he got told to sit at home for a couple days, and he told me to sit at home too, and he hired back the licensed person, and he told me to kind of he's still letting me sit at home and i have already got another job and i was wondering if i could get severance out of him so how long did you work there for justin i worked there for three years yeah so three years and uh and you were laid off when uh before christmas about a week and a half before christmas so essentially, you you'd be able to get three weeks pay because and it would have been a lot more than that uh, if you hadn't found a job. Because you found another job quickly, you you'd get about three weeks. Or if you were unemployed for four weeks, then it may be four weeks. But three or four weeks pay is what you'd be owed here. But yeah, you actually are owed that, not a problem. And it could be as simple, or it will be as simple as sending a quick letter to get you that. So if you want my help with that, my friend, by all means, give me a call off air. Let's get you that pay that you're owed. This would be extremely simple to, to do. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred is that number. We got to, is it another Justin I got here? Hey, Justin. Hey, how's it going today? Happy New Year, Leo and John. Happy New Year. Um, yeah, so um, I'm an operations uh, operations supervisor in security, and just recently there's been some huge cutbacks. They lost a huge contract. So basically I'm a mo- in mobile, so they cut back down to two cars. Uh, so now what would be a three-car job is now split into two. So basically there's more workload on us, and uh, we got no benefit raises or anything like this. I was just wondering if this was a change to an employment agreement and whatnot. Actually, I didn't even sign anything. So, so how much how much more work would you say you have to do now in, in a week? Um, so five percent, twenty percent, forty even. 15. Wow. Okay. It's a lot so, so, so yeah, I mean, if you can show objectively, you know, like in, in looking at numbers or hours, something that's objective that you now have had your terms of employment changed, that instead of having to do, I don't know, 35 hours, you have to do 45 hours or whatever it is, then no, they're not allowed to do that. And that could be easily a constructive dismissal as well. It doesn't really matter what the reason is. It doesn't matter if they have a good reason or not. They're not allowed to to simply say, well, we're going to make you work or or do 40% more work. So that that could be a constructive dismissal, Justin. So I want to c- connect with you off air. If you want to talk about leaving there and getting full severance because you know you've had enough and you don't want to put up with this, let's connect. The problem is if you sit on it for too much longer, you're going to be considered to have accepted it, and then you can't do anything about it. So if we're going to do something about it, we got to do something about it now. Again, Justin, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred or help at employmenthour.com. Jillian, good evening. How are you? Fine. How are you? Excellent. Happy New Year. What's uh, what's your concern? Um, I was laid off from uh, my company after almost 17 years of work. Um, they laid me off in July of this year. They gave me eight weeks 
severance, uh, working severance, and then 17 weeks severance. When they gave me the letter saying that I would get uh, an amount, it didn't say anything about taxes or anything being taken out. And then when they deposited it, it was a lot less than what the letter stated. And I wasn't sure what I was inquired or allowed to have or up to and including what I should have received. Gotcha. Now, Jillian, were you there for 17 years? Yes, it would have been 17 years uh, in April. Now, uh, so they, they've paid you a total of, I guess, 25 weeks. Did you have to sign anything? Well, they paid me 17 weeks and eight uh, Yes, weeks that's working. right. The, the, yeah. the, the eight weeks yeah. working notice does count towards your severance. Did okay. they make you sign anything? Uh, no, I never signed anything. But in the past, the company had been uh, bankrupt and purchased and bankrupt and purchased. And, and one of the situations that they did that years ago, they made all of us sign some kind of document that if we didn't sign it, that was our notice we were quitting. Right. Well, so we, we were like literally stood over and forced to sign it. It's going to be very difficult for them to extinguish your service. And after 12 years, even without knowing much more about your role, you're probably looking at at least a year's pay and potentially 14, 15, 16 months pay. So you're owed much more. Now, they are allowed and required to withhold taxes. So the issue is not really so much the taxes here. The issue is that you're owed two, three times more or, or, or so uh, what they've paid you. So you, because you don't have to sign anything, you're, you're absolutely able to pursue this. So you've been wrongfully dismissed. You're owed a lot more. So, Jillian, give me a call off here. Let's get this resolved quickly. You're potentially owed three times what they've paid you, so let's not uh, allow them to get away with it. Uh, let's connect as soon as possible. Been a really busy show. If we didn't get your calls, we will, or you can leave your number with our screener, Leora, and the firm will get a hold of you again. It's uh, 1-855-821-5900, help at employmenthour.com. I want to mention this before we left, Leora, and that is severancepaycalculator.com. You want to find out exactly what your severance offer should be. That is the tool, and we'll do it again on the weekend. And, of course, Saturday mornings at 10 a.m., you'll catch the Employment Hour and 30 on Global TV, right? Till next time, Global News Radio, this is the Employment Hour.